1: As kids go back into the classroom, COVID cases rise. The FDA is set to decide which e-cigarette products can stay on the market. And as state vaccine requirements for healthcare workers go into effect, practices worry it could make staffing shortages worse. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, September 9th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show. The country hit a grim milestone this week. More than 650,000 Americans have died from COVID-19. And the country's also blown past the number of COVID cases recorded in all of last year in just the first eight months of 2021. However, testing wasn't nearly as widely available last year, so the 2020 case count is likely much higher than reported. Nonetheless, the high rates of community transmission are problematic, as kids are now back at school, many in person. The American Academy of Pediatrics reported that more than a quarter of a million COVID cases were reported in children the week before Labor Day. Unfortunately, another record. And pediatric hospitals across the country are struggling to care for rising numbers of hospitalized COVID patients and RSV patients. Just a few weeks into the academic year, outbreaks across the country have forced tens of thousands of students in Mississippi, Florida, Louisiana, and other states to quarantine. Some schools in Massachusetts and Illinois are using a test-to-stay strategy to avoid disruptive quarantines. They're offering rapid testing multiple times a week to students after they're exposed. And as long as the children test negative, don't have symptoms, and continue other mitigation measures like masks, they can stay in school. There seems to be some evidence that test-to-stay method worked in the United Kingdom. British schools implemented a similar program last academic year. And one study found that U.K. middle and high schools and colleges that relied on frequent testing after exposure didn't have significantly higher rates of COVID transmission than schools that isolated close contacts. And kids didn't miss as much school, although this study hasn't yet been peer-reviewed. Today's the day the deadline for the Food and Drug Administration to decide which e-cigarettes can stay in the market and which can't. The agency was tasked with wading through millions of applications from several e-cigarette makers, including the large players like Juul, which owns about 40 percent of the market. E-cigarette makers haven't faced the same regulations as traditional tobacco products until now. The FDA has been under pressure for years to crack down on the industry, as the fruity flavors used in many e-cigs have been popular with teens. The agency's assessment will be based on whether the public health benefits for adult smokers outweigh the risks of attracting teen smokers. The FDA has received applications from more than 500 companies for more than 6.5 million products and has already blocked three companies from selling 55,000 flavored vape products in August. The agency has taken other actions on flavored smoking products this year. The FDA said it will ban menthol cigarettes and flavored cigars within the next year. Menthol is the last type of flavored cigarettes to be banned. The rest were banned in the 2009 Tobacco Control Act because of concerns they appealed to kids. At least 13 states, including Maryland, New Mexico, and New Jersey, have announced requirements that some or all healthcare workers in their states need to be vaccinated for COVID by the fall. The details vary by state. For example, Washington, D.C. is requiring licensed healthcare professionals, paramedics, and EMTs, and others who work in healthcare, like personal care aides and even environmental staff, to get at least one dose of the vaccine by the end of September. In New Jersey, workers in state and private healthcare facilities need to either be vaccinated by this week or get regularly tested. And in Washington state, Governor Jay Inslee is requiring all healthcare workers to be vaccinated by mid October. While pushback against hospital mandates are making headlines, some private practices are also concerned about how the mandate could impact staffing at a time where many are struggling to recruit and retain workers. The gaps in vaccination coverage have fallen largely along educational and income lines. A survey by the American Medical Association finds that as of June, 96 percent of physicians say they're vaccinated, whereas the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services reports just over 60 percent of nursing home staff, which includes some nurses and personal care aides, are vaccinated. According to the Washington State Dental Association, survey data shows dental practices estimate they could lose between 10 and 40 percent of their staff if they implement vaccine mandates, which would only exacerbate existing shortages for dental assistants and hygienists. The association warns this could push some dentist practices to close their doors. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, on Wednesday, French pharmaceutical company Sanofi announced it would acquire American biotech company Cadman Holdings in a deal valued at $1.9 billion. Cadman recently received regulatory approval for a treatment for patients suffering an immune disease after certain transplants. Cadman closed the trading day up 71%. Sanofi was down 2.8%. The broader healthcare sector was up 0.08%. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on GISTHealthcare.com. GIST Healthcare Daily is an independent production of GIST Healthcare.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot
1: can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands.